Welcome to the Health and Biz Bites podcast. I'm your host, Mike Beverly. Thanks for tuning in today. This podcast is dedicated to individuals and professionals who desire to learn more about the subject and business aspects of non-traditional technologies and approaches to better health and vitality. Let's get started. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Health and Biz Bites podcast. Today we have April Federico on the show. April is a certified type 2 diabetes nutritionist who educates and empowers type 2 diabetics to have healthier relationships with food and nutrition without harsh restriction. She is a diabetic ketoacidosis survivor herself, which was the catalyst of the work that she does, and she even just came out with a diabetic-friendly cookbook entitled Be Well by April, diabetic-friendly recipes that can be found on Amazon Kindle. Please help me welcome our guest on the show today, April Federico. Hi, Mike. It's such a pleasure to be here. Well, we're delighted to have you, April. So uh, it sounds like you've accomplished quite a bit. And like myself, it all started from uh, a health challenge. Would you tell us a little bit about that and your story? Yeah, of course. So it all started on February 14th, so Valentine's Day 2022, and I was starting my very first big girl corporate job and I knew that something was wrong that morning because I was just feeling so sick, but I didn't know what it was. And then come like a few hours into the job and I was like practically poisoning myself on anti-acid tablets because I had such bad acid reflux and I was just like, um... I was practically falling asleep at my desk and I knew that would have been, I would not have been ideal, especially for my first day at a job. And Hopefully this was the first day on the job. Oh yeah. And I had to leave early. Like how awful is that? And honestly, I'm kind of glad that I did because otherwise I would have been taken away in an ambulance. Um, And I just remember when I got home, I had bitter air and already congested lungs Um, and my lower back, which I found out were my kidneys were really hurting because they were just trying to flush out all the sugar that was just in my system. And little did I know that I was dealing with a blood sugar of over 400 and which is practically lethal. I mean, I know people have been through way worse, but I'm not kidding when I say I almost died at the hospital. And um, and then I woke up to doctors interrogating me, basically asking asking me like, "Do you know where you are? Do you know where you are?" 
And I honestly didn't because I was like half asleep and still trying to like process what was going on. And I just remember, um, I think I remember giving some like BS answer, like, cause like I didn't know where I was cause I was dreaming at the same time, apparently. And, um, and, um, I remember just like wanting to get out of there, like some wild animal. And, um, I remember just like, basically like the doctors were trying to tell me like you do know you're diabetic right and I had no inkling whatsoever that I was in fact a type 2 diabetic and I just remember like wanting to say like well I do now but obviously I couldn't say that so that's basically what happened that night Gosh, I, I just can't imagine. I mean, I know that the health challenge I went through was dramatic, but I was at home in bed and with my wife. So, I, and is it okay if I ask you what age you were when this all occurred? Oh, yeah. I was 25 and I'm 26 now. So, yeah, going on a year in diabetes. Wow, how stressful with a new job, young person like yourself getting started in a new career, I assume, mm -hmm. and then having to go through that on, of all days, Valentine's Day. I mean, yeah. Cupid was not showing you any love that day for sure. And, nope. <laughs> and, and one of the things, as you were talking about all the toxins being flushed through your kidneys, I do know that that causes a tremendous spike in blood pressure. So was your blood pressure through the roof as well? Oh yeah, it definitely was. I mean, I was put on a tour of a statin, which not only helps lower cholesterol, which my cholesterol was also really high. And um, it also helps with blood pressure as well. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So, uh, so that, that was the start of your journey to, to be, uh, a certified diabetic uh, or diabetes nutritionist. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And to kind of give a little backstory of why I'm not in corporate anymore, it's um, they basically had to let me go because I was dealing with appointments on appointments. I wasn't feeling well. I didn't have a good handle on my diabetes at the time. And simultaneously, I got recruited to basically become a coach um, I didn't know what for yet, but I do know that it was the best decision for me at the time. And I just knew that, you know, this is my calling and you know what, I'm just going to, you know, educate the public on type two diabetes prevention, type two diabetes as a whole. And, and also, and simultaneously, educate type two diabetics on how to basically manage their diabetes, because I know firsthand what it's like to feel completely hopeless and to just feel like that no one understands. However, like I am, I'm the one who understands. And, and I remember getting out of the hospital and they had sent me a packet and I was basically on my way but to what? 
and um and like diabetes nutrition or diabetes education I should say has some sort of like stigma around it because especially in medical schools um and also in elementary and secondary schools as well because they think because like the public thinks like as a whole that diabetics basically give diabetes to themselves which is not true and um and obviously I'm here to break that stigma too as a woman in STEM and as a woman in wellness and I feel like that we need more of that in this world and I'm definitely going to be a catalyst for that. Well, that's that's uh, that's inspiring to know that. And one of the things that I have learned in this almost three-year journey, because I, like you, ended up in the hospital uh, mm-hmm. um, after going through a major crisis with uh, a tremendous in blood loss due to internal bleeding. But as I've gone through this journey and become a real... Uh, advocate for other uh, uh, methods of better health and vitality, um, I, I just feel traditional Western medicine is failing the population uh, for the most part. I mean, I've certainly benefited from it. Probably you have as well. But mm-hmm. but one of the things, and as I was interviewing uh, now, who's become a dear friend, I met him at a health summit. Dr. George Yakos on episode 18 of the podcast, he says that unfortunately we are trained in medical school that these conditions exist. You fit into this hole, this pigeonhole, and and you get this treatment. And and beyond that, they can't think out of the box. People who are trained and they're rigid in their thinking. They can't think out of the box and think, okay, well, maybe April or maybe Mike has something else outside of these parameters that we might need to address. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that kind of what you experienced as well? Definitely. And when I got out of the hospital, like I was crying almost every single day because I was basically going through the stages of grief of my old life, which I didn't really like in the first place. But, um, you know, this was, again, a catalyst to becoming a whole new me. And I just remember um, thinking as I was crying in my bedroom at 1.11 in the morning on a Sunday, just basically like saying to myself, like, you know what, I can complain and moan about this all I want, or I can do something about it. So that's where my mindset really did shift. And what people don't realize is that, you know, doctors and nutritionists and dietitians, um, they constantly like preach like, oh, nutrition, weight loss, exercise, blah, blah, blah. However, they seldom touch upon the mindset. And the mindset portion is extremely important and it's universal. It's a universal concept. In fact, I actually came up with my Cicero method, which is basically um, confidence and intelligence create 
emotional resilience to optimize. And that's true of any chronic illness that someone's dealing with. And in this case, it's more so about the well-being. Would you would you mind repeating the what the Cicero acronym? Uh, each one they're very, very poignant, and I want every all our listeners to hear that one more time. Sure. So it's confidence and intelligence. Create emotional resilience to optimize. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. And uh, um, I know you've written your recipe book. That might be another book title. That could be, yeah. I mean, I'm actually in the process of writing a book right now. And um, like any like like any author like myself, um, you don't exactly like know what the title of your book is going to be until you've actually written it. And it's true. It's true in my case, because when I was actually um, going through the diabetic ketoacidosis, um, I was going to school for publishing and that wound up completely crapping out. But it was an opportunity to start something new. Well, that's that's wonderful. And it's interesting, uh, you know, how we all come up with book titles. And I have been writing mentally for 40 years of the book about my growing up yeah. as a very poor family in Virginia. And uh, I had a father who could be as loving and as kind as can be, but on a dime, he could flip to be a brutal monster. And uh, so I uh, I was in the shower about two years ago and I came out and I my I, I kind of like exhilarated going, I've got it, I've got it. <laughs> it. It was the title of my book, Hardcore is the title of my book. It's uh it's almost done. I've got, you know, it's registered on Amazon. I have the formatter and editor ready. And so it'll be out, it was gonna be out this spring, but some delays uh, cause it to be out, but it'll be out by summer. And uh, and it's interesting. In the last episode, I interviewed a, an incredible gentleman from Australia who has been through ups and downs. And the the over the overwhelming and overall theme of everybody I've interviewed on the podcast has been, you know, the mindset and the thinking and whatever it takes to get there, to get the mindset right so that your, your health can work, your, your profession can work, your career can work. It's all mindset for the most part. It's a big percentage of, of how we live. And so he was, he was offering some nuggets and, and I was just filling up a a card. I've got it here today is where you and I are doing our recording April. And one of the things he stood, he said that stood out with me, was progress with meaning is magical. Wow. Isn't that a profound statement? That's amazing. Could you repeat that? Yes. Progress with meaning is magical. And, and I have I have a post and a video coming out next week just on that subject. Uh, and and the 
the what it all means to in my view from from my standpoint so but i i he 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 gave several really amazing nuggets that was the most profound for me and i said there you go his name is gerard i said gerard there's the title of a book and he said well i've been thinking about one and so uh so i i think you know you've already got yours and in the thought process but you know i <laughs> I think we all have at least one book in us, maybe multiple ones. And uh, uh, now that I'm getting my um, personal story out in my my uh, it's it's like the story of my life and growing up in in kind of an abusive, dysfunctional family. Um, now I've got some other thoughts about what I can offer that would be. Uh, I mean, I, hopefully the book is therapeutic for me. I don't care if I sell a book. I don't care if I sell one or two, whatever. But it's been therapeutic for me, and and that's the that's been the positive for me. And I'm sure, as you write yours, there'll be some positives as well. Is that is that your thought process along the way? Oh yeah, like my ultimate goal in life is just to inspire, and just to give people hope, and essentially just to um you'll be able to connect through words because when I was a kid I really really kept to myself and I barely talked like I was practically mute and and like now you can't get me to like basically shut up and um because like I'm a woman of many words and um and it's just so fascinating how much time and how much um words can have an impact over time um like if you look at books like say Moby Dick like that actually um came out as a worst selling book ever and then fast forward all these centuries later it's become one that, it's become a classic right right and still sells a lot of copies today oh yeah I still have to read mine. <laughs> it, it's so interesting you mentioned that. Um, when my wife is part of the Chamber of Commerce here locally in our town in Florida. And uh, they had a book club a couple summers ago. And one of the books was Moby Dick. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and I remember that was one of the requirements uh, in my 11th grade English class. And and I read it, but I did. I I wouldn't say that I enjoyed it that much because mm -hmm. I, I I have dyslexia, um, oh. and, and and it was so hard for me to read. But my wife just like I would come home in the evening, and she would be in that book. She just got all into you know the whales and the you know how they did it all, and so so she she proceeded to educate me on things that. I didn't even remember from the book, you know, but that, I mean, I was in high school in the uh, late sixties, early seventies. And so it's been a while for me, that, but, but it's still, you know, people are still reading that book, but, uh, but, but back on your um, education, you know, that you're providing people that you work with the di, you know, the diabetic nutritionist part, what, what, what are some of the steps that you take people through that are dealing with this challenge? Yeah, so of course I always start with the mindset portion. And I am someone who knows that 
Um, you know, every body is different. Every mind is not built the same. And that's what a lot of people fail to realize, um, especially, you know, doctors and especially, um, and I'm not bashing them, but the American Diabetes Association. And um, I mean, I love the work that they do. However, like they need to realize that everybody is different. And and then I just kind of um, go through what they eat and like what their fitness style is. And um, because fitness is obviously important, especially when you're trying to lower your blood sugar. And um, like even if it's just like taking like 6,000 steps a day, even more or like even a thousand, like if you're having like a lazy Saturday, like today and, um, it's just, yeah, it's just built. My plans are built on a customized, um, premise. I think that's the word. And it's definitely, um, it's definitely been a process trying to, um, cause I'm like one year into coaching and being a nutritionist and it's definitely had to undergo some work and it's definitely had to undergo some changes. Well, that, that's certainly understandable, but I have to say that I have, uh, I've, I've been conversing and zooming with people on LinkedIn since June of 21. It's almost mm -hmm. two years now. And I've, I've spoken with a lot of people in the coaching realm and uh what i can say about knowing you this brief time that we've known each other is that your passion you know and 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 your you know and the one thing i love and and ultimately i may do video uh uh podcasting but uh but right now it's audio but I, this this the passion in your eyes and the caring in your voice and in your heart, you can, everyone can sense that and they will as they listen to this episode. And that that's one of the things that I love about people in, in your role and mm -hmm. other roles. And like my, my dear friend, George Yakos, I mean, he, it's like his girls, I, I love me because of the, the attention that I gave them when I saw them at the South summit, they were just running around and, you know, and I paid attention to them and I, you know, got to know them and find out what their likes and, you know, were and things that, so he, he was so impressed that I paid attention to his three daughters. Yeah. That, and, and so, but what impresses me about him and you and other people that are in these roles of alternative healing and, and outside the box that traditional Western medicine tries to put us all in is that, they care about the individual and find out what the individual is going through by careful consultation and listening and spending time. One of the first guests I had on my podcast was a lady who was dealing with all kinds of issues because of uh, Hashimoto's disease that nobody else could figure out other than they wanted her to take another prescription. Right. And then when she consulted an integrative medicine professional, holy cow, after a long, long, she said, 40 page questionnaire and a one hour consultation, they figured it out. And and now she's living 
a much healthier, better quality of life because of that. Because people like that integrative doctor, someone like yourself who takes the time to listen. So, so while your career is young, April, never, never discount the merits and never discount your heart and caring for people because that comes through big time. And that's why you were invited to be uh, a guest on our podcast. Wow. That just made my day so much. So thank you for that. And going back to what you said about um, caring for your friends, um, young daughters, um, I resonate with that so much because when I was younger in middle school in particular, I was bullied and I'm not sure why, because it was just also childish, you know, and I, and today I try to be the person that I never really had, um, if you know what I'm saying, it's like, um, and like my boyfriend's the same way. Like he always tries to be the person that he never had because he was severely bullied as well growing up in Cambridge. And, um, and I grew up in the really mean, ugly town of Medfield, Massachusetts. And it was just stunning to me how people could just not care about certain things and just laugh at you know such issues like diabetes and um and things like bullying because you know these are really serious epidemics yes yes it's 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 really uh amazing my, my wife and i are huge fans of um uh, the the show that Simon Cowell's on I can't think of the name of it uh, America's Got Talent is that what it's yeah called? Yes. that's it and so he you know a lot of times these young people come on and they perform and they talk about how they were bullied and, yeah and that music uh, got them you know helped them survive through sometimes brutal bullying and so. Simon, you know, he gets very emotional and he says, okay, so, and he, he'll give him the golden buzzer. Sometimes he'll say, that's <laughs> for all those bullies out there, you know? So, so I would say to you, April and anyone else that's been bullied, you know, I'm laying the golden buzzer down for you, you know, that's <laughs> for the bullies because ultimately you're, you're the winner. You're the winner because not only is your life better because you persevered and got through it, even though it was probably a miserable time to, to, to deal with that as a young person, you got through it. And now that I think that's probably what makes your heart even more open and expansive to caring and loving other people. So, so, you know, like, like you, you know, I, I, I went through some brutality from my father that drove me to get the hell out of what I call in my book, I say I I wanted to get the hell out of Dodge. That was meaning get the hell out of there because yeah. of what I was going through. And that motivated me. And that probably ended up being the way I survived to get out of there. Because I had a younger brother, eight years younger. He didn't survive. He wow. he he became a teenage alcoholic, drug abuser, and died at 44 because he 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 didn't handle it the same way I did, you know. He oh. he he didn't make it, and 
And, you know, and it was sad to see him. And he was in the middle of the war between my parents, which was sad. But, uh, you know, so uh, so we all deal with it differently. And and thank God you were strong enough to to make it. And now here you are offering such amazing work and help to people who are going through what you've been through. So I'm thankful that you survived. I'm thankful that you're here to help other people and society and mankind and 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 be a tremendous contributor for that. But uh, but at any rate, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience as we're wrapping up here today? Sure. So this is more so in honor of Women's History Month. And I just did a video on this on tic- excuse me, on TikTok. And um, I basically tell women all the time, like one, don't give up on your dream Two, take any advantage of every opportunity you have to be visible, to share your word, to be credible. Um, and don't be afraid to be a joiner. <laughs> and um, cause like I was one of those girls who just joined like every single club there was, and I loved it. And that's how you make connections. And Three, I would say find a mentor whom you can just pick their brain and ask how you can excel in your future industry. Because my path to becoming a nutritionist isn't exactly conventional compared to others in my field. I mean, I have a creative writing background in undergrad, but honestly, if I had one regret in life, it was just to be... um just to stick with my chemistry major in college. And and why, why do you feel that way? Honestly, um, you know what? I don't regret it because otherwise I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had the courage to really share my stories through the word, through the written word and definitely to, um, Again, just make those connections through, you know, books, through my blog, through um, basically anything. Well, that's that's terrific. That's terrific. And April, you've been a delight to have on the show today and a delight to know personally and to to hear your heart and your caring for people. So how would our listeners get in touch with you if they would just like to, if they're a female in your age bracket that would like to know more about your path and how you did it. Cause there may be some people out there in the corporate world, which is pretty kind of nerve wracking right now because there's so many people being laid off from that, that world. Uh, How would people reach out to you? Yeah. So um, you can find me on Instagram at, be well by April, all one word. And you can also email me at April. So that's A-P-R-I-L Federico, F-E-D-E-R-I-C-O nutrition at gmail.com. Again, all one word. All right. Well, we'll put all of that information in the show notes for people to reach out to you and follow you on Instagram. I I know you do, you have some amazing uh, posts on Instagram, even though I'm not a big Instagram 
uh, user, but I, I did want to follow you since I knew you were going to be a guest today. But uh, uh, we want to thank you for being on. And uh, people, please reach out to her, especially you young ladies that uh, may be thinking, is the corporate world really for me long term? And if you're thinking that, you might want to reach out to April because she gave some great advice. Uh, and and I would consider April would be a good mentor for someone in the age bracket that she's in. So uh, So reach out to her for that. But if you'd like to know more about me and my passion for offering and educating people about alternative health and well-being, you can go to www.mikebeverly.life. That's M-I-K-E-B-E-V-E-R-L-Y.life, L-I-F-E. And while there, uh, read a blog or two. Uh, you can click the podcast uh, tab and listen to April and other episodes of the Health and Biz Bites podcast. And feel free to schedule a free consultation to chat with me about anything, and especially health and well-being outside the realm of traditional Western medicine. So hopefully this uh, information has been meaningful for you. I know it has been for me, and we'll look forward to having you back on another episode of Health and Biz Bites real soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Hey, everyone, and thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you're listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you happen to be listening, please subscribe. Leave a five-star rating and review if you choose to do so. And I'm grateful for you and that you're spending this time with me. Have a wonderful rest of your day.